Hi, Roger. What's going on with you? Surviving North Carolina weather. What about you? Yeah, it has been. You don't know what to put on. The weather's just changing, just like everybody else is changing. I was really comfortable in my outfit today, not wearing a jacket. And then, I don't know what happened after 12 p.m. It just got windy and chill. I know. I was looking when I let the window outside. (laughs) You want to keep that up. Sorry about that, people. When I was letting my window up, I was enjoying the fresh air coming into the house. Something I haven't done in a while. And the heat was on, so I had to turn it down. So it would be nice and comfortable in here. Now I have to turn the heat right back up. Uh-uh. I'll turn it back up. Get some blankets. We'll see. I'm just not trying to catch anything. Um, This is Talking Brown Sugar. We're back with another episode. Last episode, we talked a little bit about black representation in movies and how it has evolved over time. Um, We also had some other mentions of some firsts for diversity in movies. And today we'll be continuing the conversation of black representation, but we're going to be visiting the small screen. So stay tuned. Get ready. I'm Angela, the mom. I'm Roger, the daughter, and this is... Talking brown sugar. Sugar. Won't tell me about sugar. Alright, we have some random thoughts today. So, that means we're in the sugar bowl. You know, where we share those random thoughts. What you got for us today, Mom? My random thought of today is cutting people off in traffic. On the street. On the expressway, on the freeway, people are refusing to put their signals on. Yeah, um, the faster you go, the harder it is for you to stop. That's basic driver's 101, driver's ed, you know. The faster you are, the longer you need to stop. Um, And sometimes you don't have that option when you're speeding. Correct. And I've noticed people are not going nowhere. Or following the directions when they're supposed to make the signal turns. And they're jumping in front of people. And I've seen too many accidents lately. Some have been fatal. Yeah, so slow down. Put your brakes on. Put your seatbelt on. Go back to driver school. And my next one is going to the laundromat. Sometimes I like to go to the laundromat because, you know, they have changed. Before they had a lot of... Laundromats that you just put change in, but now they come up with these little debit cards, which are in search of money. You get a card, and you proceed to put your laundry in the washette. So when you're looking for baskets and things after your clothes have finished the cycle, why are there little children parading around playing in the baskets? And the parents are like, oh, I don't see them. And you're looking for some assistance to get a basket. So what you should do, I'm not going to walk around with my clothes dripping. That's not good. Come through the laundromat clothes drip drip dripping. But um yeah, that can be annoying. Um going to the laundromat can be in any kind of experience. You don't know what you're gonna see. We just wanna wash some big blankets and pillows, you know. You never know what you're gonna see. But you always have to go with patience and uh I guess just give people grace. And um, try not to put your knee in the back of somebody's kid's back. 
Oh, no, I try my best not, but I do give them a little mean mug. Cause sometimes they give me a mean mug. I'd be like, can I have a basket, please? But if they see me eating some candy, they'll ease themselves over towards me. I'd be like, psych, gotcha. You have not done that. What are you telling audience, Lois? Yes, I have. Remember that little boy asked me for some candy? And I offered one his little sister some candy? Then he wanted some candy. Oh, yeah, but those were individually wrapped, you know. Oh, yeah, I would never give nobody a child nothing unsafe. Because I wouldn't let them do, do my kids like that. I'm just helping you out. Help me out? Who? They know who they are. I'm just saying. That sounds a little creepy. No, not me. Yes. Um. One of my random thoughts just comes from a pet peeve. I do a lot of different ride shares to work. And um, so I come in contact with a lot of people in addition to, you know, working and networking with people. Um, what I hate hearing is when someone says, oh, um, you sound so intelligent. I can tell you are intelligent. You sound so articulate. I, and it's nine times, I have, yeah, it's only been with white people. White people who have said that um, comment or who has made that observation, you know, you sound so articulate, articulate, and um, you speak so well, or... You know, the first question is, where did you go to school? My mama house. My mama house. That's where I went to school. But um, that's where it started. Um, But it's like, that's just how I talk. <laughs> like, yeah, you can cut up, code switch with different people, whatever, short. Chop it up, just that and a third. But that's not a compliment to anybody. Nor does it mean you're talking white. You know, on the flip side to that conversation. So, um, how someone's diction is set up, that's just on them. Whether they be a first English um, speaker or, you know, second language, English is a second language or whatever. It doesn't matter. They have accent or not. Just uh, let people be and try to beat people where they are when you're having conversations with people. Um, that's just an ignorant thing to say. It's not a, It's not a compliment. And, um... It doesn't suggest that you are more intelligent or less intelligent if you sound like you don't have an accent or you have the news anchor accent, which is based out of uh, Seattle. I think we talked about that before. But, yeah, it's not a compliment. I understand that totally, especially if I'm going somewhere and they have heard me on the phone, like going to the doctor's office or going somewhere where I'm just taking care of business. And when they finally meet me face-to-face, Sometimes they say, oh, wow, you don't sound your age. I'm like, well, do I supposed to sound decrepit or not? That's what I say in my head. But I just look at them. I may want to say something, too, but I don't stoop to that level. I just let them have it. Tell them that black don't crack. That's all. Um, my other random thought is just about nail polish in general. Um, it all chips. I don't care what it is. I tried it all. It all chips. Um... I'm annoyed. I'm tired of it. That's it. So, when I find a solution, I'll let you all know. All right, people. We got some sugar cubes, a.k.a. the news, where we put a little sugar in your cup. I have some sad news and interesting news to me. Um, it comes from NBC. Um, the zoologist um, was 
trying to save some Siberian tigers. So they're in England at a zoo, and they decided to borrow an Asian tiger. Her name is Melita, and the male tiger is Asa. That's his name. Um, They put the tigers together separately but cage by cage for 10 days. This is so they can get used to each other, smell each other's smells. Hopefully, when they put them together, they will breed. So, because they're endangered tigers. We have 500 to 600 um, tigers, which are in the wild. So, the Europe-wide trade conservation team, they were hoping something would have a happy ending, but it didn't. So, of the 10 days, they put the tigers together. And the male tiger killed the female tiger. They were shocked. People were saddened because they were looking for a happy ending. So what they figured out, they didn't have enough time. And not, to me, I figured sometimes you have to let nature take its course. I think when they were separated and smelled each other, they probably were fine. But in my essence, I think when they got together, the male tiger might have been a little too excited. So to me, I think sometimes the wild, you can't just bring... Another tiger from another area, even though they're from the same genetics, but sometimes they, it doesn't happen. So I think Mother Nature just didn't do its course. But I hope everyone who listens to this take time and go to the zoo and see the animals. Um. Yeah. It was. That's interesting. Um. It reminds I was thinking at first it was similar to what happens with praying mantises or manti and um black widow spiders and other certain uh sea creatures that I know of when the female you know um in the male they mate like sometimes the female might eat the male if he doesn't pull his part or after they finish you know so she can have energy and stuff for the baby, but that's um that's sad. That's a different occurrence and um I hope the tiger species that they were trying to breed for isn't endangered. Endangered or near extinction. Well not yet, but they're gonna try again. And they said they've been watching this tiger to see how he's been doing. They seem positive thoughts. But I think they just need to let him be for a little while. He probably wanted a different kind of meat. I think so. Moving on to other um, news. Terry Crews calling out D.L. Hughley for mocking his sexual assault claim. Um, This is from BuzzFeed. But I know you all have seen the exchange, especially if you're active on Twitter. But a lot of media outlets have been covering the exchange as far as Terry Crews. Um... Literally calling out Dio Hughley, asking him specific questions about how he should have handled the um, situation. Um, because Dio Hughley was saying, well, you know, it's hard for me to think that a dude with all those muscles can't tell an agent not to touch his ass. And so um, I think it's just important that we have someone like Terry Crews. I hate that it had to be him. Well, you know, I wouldn't want anybody in this position. But um, I think he's led by great example by you know going public and pursuing the matter to the fullest extent of the law and making sure 
um, that people know the details, know who assaulted him, and just standing in his truth as far as, like, this happened to me. These are the steps that need to, you know, happen. Um, And the agent has been, um, like, removed from different projects and things like that. But I think it's funny how people like Adam Sandler and other um, celebrities who rushed to tell Terry Crews either to be quiet or, you know, removed him from projects they were jointly working on. Um, And how Terry Crews also in other news articles talked about how um, he found that more black women supported him. I think that um, it's important that we are mindful of how we um, respond to different stories and stuff on social media. I know it's fun to get involved and share memes and things like that. Um, it could be, it could seem harmless, um, but just in general, being more mindful about how um, we support people, even celebrities, they're human too. But just in general, because there are so many people, especially males, black males who could be hurting and have their own Me Too stories, but don't feel like they can because they, you know, might be seen as weak or um, all kind of a, a, a number of things because of something that happened to them and not something they necessarily caused. So, you know, just want to give praise to Terry Crews for standing up um, and being honest and open about it. And I hope that the Me Too movement continues to be everything that Toronto Burke has envisioned um, for people of color, women, kids, and men, everybody who's abused, and that they may have a platform to seek justice and the support to do so. Um, in other news, we wanted to note that not only is February um, Black History Month, it is also National Heart Month. Um, so we want everybody, especially African Americans, to be mindful about you know blood pressure, heart disease, stroke, like how to um, see when somebody's having a heart attack or what to do. Um, so check up on those things. Go to the doctor, get checked out. Um, do think like check you know, your cholesterol, all those numbers, diabetes, all the things that could contribute to heart disease. Um, just make sure you're healthy. And that. That's right. Eat right. Everything doesn't have to call dealing with sodium for high blood pressure. Keep your stress levels down. Love yourself. Uh, meditate. Do all those things that you need to do if you feel like, you know, you feel tension. Um, some quick fixes you always tell us is what mustard and mustard, raw garlic, a little onion, some honey, Cheerios, and what Cheerios and oatmeal. You can eat that any time of the day. Believe me, it's a magic worker. Cause pills sometimes doesn't do everything. Just take care of yourself. Um, do what's right for you. Listen to your body. Um, stay active. Drink water. And do it, do you know, listen to your body and do what you need to do to be healthy. Um, and other good news Bennett will be able to keep its doors open. They were able to raise about $8.2 million with the help of you all, everybody who donated, um, especially other sororities and fraternities and some other big name brands that um, wrote big checks. So, 
excited and happy to hear that. It's all for the news. Want us to promote your business in our next weekly mention? Email us, talkingbrown.sugar at gmail.com with the subject line business feature with a few sentences about your business, product, or service. There's room for everyone to eat. Main topic, black sitcoms from today, tomorrow, and yesterday. One of my favorite TV shows at one time was Miss Julia. She was a RN nurse, probably back in the 1950s to the 60s. My brother really enjoyed this show. At first, I really didn't understand it because I didn't ever know what a single mom was. Okay. So, you um, had a different growing like household set up and that gave you kind of insight? Yes, it was weird to see this lady being the only black nurse in the hospital knowing she had to take care of patients. At that time, it was just unclear, but now I know why. And looking at the, I guess, how people viewed black women, it was an honor for her to be a nurse and a struggle, too, for her to raise her son. I feel like, um, too, just growing up, we can point out a lot of examples of where they had single moms. And the show is about her being a single mom and working and slaving and providing for her kids, you know. At the end of the day, she was going to do what she had to do to provide for her kids. And I know there's that's a loaded discussion. We have, a, I'm sure, a whole episode about that. But we can think about all the episodes, or t- I mean, not episodes, but TV shows um, where we focused, or the main focus was a single mom, Good Times, Florida. Mm-hmm. Good Times, she was a single mom later on after Mr. James had passed. And we look at other shows, too. What about... Sanford and Son. That's a good single dad. That was that's probably the only single dad example I can think of. Um, Sanford and Son was a good show. I remember watching reruns growing up, and um, that was kind of my first, I guess, introduction via TV um, about entrepreneurship and black ownership. Right, and regardless of what if he was selling or joking around with, he always had a good reason why he was doing what he did it sounded a little crazy but you're like okay it makes sense it was honest it was a different kind of hustle um on the main screen on the big screen um i thought amen was an interesting show amen oh yeah that was good getting down with a little church here that was funny i enjoyed it i remember being a kid and confused um seeing the crossover of you know different actors and actresses on different tv shows um because uh you know mr jefferson was also an amen and i was like wait but that was me as a kid right and then when you see the jeffersons what they be saying wheezy we about to do what on up to to the east side of the pie. Next thing you know, here comes the what? The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Everybody knows that theme song, that rap. You can remix it all kinds of ways. That was a great show. Um, they covered a lot of like poignant things that were particular to 
being young and adult, growing up, hormones, being black and dealing with racism, all kinds of stuff. Um, Will Smith's character we're getting to and um, Carlton's dance, Ashley growing up and being, you know, trying to break out and sing and do things. Hillary and her funny escapades and just like, you know, having black parents and people looking out for you, but also that different landscape of family, you know, you have a cousin come stay with you because things aren't great at home, and that's real. Yeah, that's real. He, and they both balance it off with each each other's shortcomings. You can learn a little bit from me. I can learn a bit, a little bit from you. Then we have what a different world when people were in college. That was nice. I like. I enjoyed that. Seeing the difference, diversities of people coming together, and they learning about each other to for a better education. I definitely watched that in my young adult days while in school. Um, Whitley, Freddie, everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, that got me through school and just, you know, like navigating young adulthood. And you had the show, that, what, the Cosby show came on? Yeah, sure. I mean, no. amongst the news, yeah. Yeah, we it was a good show. Yeah, I can't take away from Felicia Rashad and everybody else. It was a good show. And we're going to leave that alone right there. What about Moesha? Mo to the E to the. I like that. Um, That was on when I was a tween and young teenager. Um, That was just a great show as well about navigating friendships and coming of age type storyline. Also dealing with like gang and gun violence, um, all kinds of things, and just that was a great um, TV show that has some good music. It reminds me of um, like the Jamie Foxx show and his singing self. Mm-hmm. He was a singing person, but that show was also funny, um, showing his comedy chops and when he would write jingles and he would always have a co-host or somebody who could sing as well. And I know when they would be talking about his. What's the lady name? The the who his girlfriend? His girlfriend. Francesca. Francesca. That was funny. I was like, where did he get these names from? I like, couldn't even say them. And and the next thing you know, who we have? Martin. Martin. I like how they had their little romance thing going on, showing how they was trying to make it and stay together, dealing with their friends, his mom and his next door neighbor. It was just some good movies, movies and good. Show topics for me. I liked um, Martin, but I remember not understanding all of the jokes. Because um, sometimes they, you know, the live audience will laugh at something. And me being the youngin' that I was, I'm like, ha, 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 ha. What do you say? What do you think about? Asking my older brother, my older brother, but you'll get it when you get older. But re-watching some of the episodes and... um like recognizing the jokes and things that was nice but um just also like some things that you know you take note of when you know you know you know more you do better and stuff like that and so just looking at the relationship between Martin Pam Gina you know and the dynamics between um Gina being light skinned Pam being dark skinned but Pam also receiving the butt of the jokes, you know, being compared to a dog and things like that. Um, just speaking more to colorism and enforcing some of those ideas we have as a black community behind that. 
And that's when you have to need that good laugh. What? Steve Harvey. We need a little Steve. We need a little Living Single. Living Single is my show and it's better than Friends. I don't care what you say. I agree with you on that. And guess who else we have? Sister, Sister. Tia and Tamira. Um, can't speak much about them now, but I loved that show. Um, they also had a lot of musical guests and great music. A lot of the shows growing up, we had um, some great soundtracks like The Proud Family. Um, their theme song was sung by Solange taking a lead in Destiny Child. Destiny Child, like, right behind. I didn't even know that, but it's a great song. And to make the little kids laugh, what about some Kenan and Kale? That was a classic. Um, that, um, Orange Soda, I think I liked Orange Soda because of just watching that show was just <laughs> quirky. It was funny for me and funny for my kids. I still like when they would say little skits and looking at how the gentlemen have arrived and they're still striving. Much love to y'all gentlemen. Um, Another classic that was just a show that me and my brothers really watched was the Wayne's Bros. Um, those were... Just some funny jokes. They always play the dozens of different kinds of things. Um, another great theme song or intro song. Um, and just a nice sitcom. Like a realistic, down-earth, but funny sitcom. I like it too because I was saying, what? Where did they get that from? I'd be at work thinking about it to myself and watching how my kids reacted. I would just bust out and laugh. And like even now when we look at TV land, it makes me feel good just to find a little piece of happiness sometimes without with all the struggles going through the world to look at some of my old shows and just reminiscing. I know. Um, I like to go back sometimes and watch some Parker uh, episodes from the Parkers. Um, Monique, that was especially um, an important show for me growing up, being, you know, a little round baby growing up and to see a singing, round, just funny couple of people who were the main characters and um having a show that was just a different kind of representation and their hair and the fashion and all those kinds of things yeah and that, you know what sometimes i would even get some fashion tips because you'd be thinking of some things you'd be like nah that's not gonna work you'll see a hairstyle from moesha then you might see another one from the show you was talking about so let's do it let's make this work mm-hmm. and then back to the point you were saying about um watching tv to escape and have, you know, just some laughs throughout the day as you're facing the reality that is this world under the Trump administration and all those other things. Um, as a black person or person of color in this world, just, you know, just the things we have to face. Um, some of the shows now, we have like Grownish. Yeah, Grownish, Blackish. Blackish. I can relate to a lot of that. I, I think they have a lot of topics which they play around with the different generations in the family, the mom, the dad, the grandmother, the father, his mother, father, and how her mother has a different type of little religion thing going on. And his mother's always outspoken, and she's going to have the last word. Sometimes that's me too. 
Um, Dear White People is also a great show that I'm glad they adapted into a television show after watching the movie. Um, and then I haven't watched too much of it yet. I know I'm late, but Insecure um, also provides another lens for um, the many people in our diaspora. So, you know, we're not a monolith, but I know Insecure is another one. Yeah, and I mean, not trying to jump over that. Um, we just need more wholesome shows so we can just escape and, and feel good and not so much tomfoolery. Just let our minds go crazy. Almost like looking at um, In Living Color because that was just so funny. Even though some of the skits were kind of corny, I enjoyed it. Even now we got new talk shows for like what? Wendy Williams. I know we're going to give a little homage out to um, Arsenio Hall. They didn't keep him on long. They just brought him in and brought him back. And Oprah, when she had her show, when it first started out, she was good. She's a, what, multi-billionaire, millionaire. And she gives out a lot of things, but I'm not always into Oprah. But we need you, Oprah. Listen to us. I know that... Um there are still shows that could exist or people would like to see um, because you have Lena Waithe, um, Shy, her show, you know, set and based in Chicago, The Shy. Um, and you have lots of TV shows from Tyler Perry in partnership with Oprah. You, know, you have The Haves and The Haves Nots. Um, then we have The House of Pain. That's been on for a while. And just a bunch of different shows. Um, let us know what you're watching. What gives you, what helps you escape in our comments um, or on social media. You know, using the hash brown, the hashtag talking brown sugar. The hash brown. <laughs> we want to, we should do something with that in the future. Be on the lookout. But yeah, using the hash um, hashtag talking brown sugar. Let us know what you all are watching. Um, I know I need to get caught up on all things Randall and Beth from This Is Us. It's a great show as well. Mm-hmm. Even though, you know, the main, like, it's not all about Randall and Beth, but there's representation there. And just seeing people of color in different roles, you know, have, like, fresh off the boat mm-hmm. um, with the Asian representation. And like we said, Brooklyn Nine, Brooklyn Nine, was it Brooklyn Nine Nine? Mm-hmm. With Terry Crews and the captain, like, just showing different um, personalities and things like that. Yeah. I mean, we have so much diversity, and it, it seems like it takes one set of people to bring things out. Cause, you know, we have Empire, which is great. We want to give our shout-outs. Take care to Mr. Smollett. Wish you well. And we're just trying to put a, find some happiness, some joy. Put a little sugar in your life, a little happiness. Time is joy and pain. As always, remember to like, share, comment, um, leave us some reviews, five star reviews will be great. Um, tell everybody you know about Talking Brown Sugar and to listen to us on the many platforms um, Spotify, we're on Stitcher, Google, Apple, Apple Podcasts, we're all over the place, Podbean. Pocket Cast, everything you can think of just about, and more coming soon. So if you Google us, you can find our show. 
and find it on the best platform that works for you and whatever device you listen to podcasts. In the meantime, you could interact with us or just, you know, hit us up with some funny jokes or what you think about the show or what you would like to hear on the show on social media. Find us on Facebook and Instagram at Talking Brown Sugar, on Twitter at Talking Brown Sugar, that's Talking Brown S U G, and email us at talkingbrown.sugar at gmail.com. I'm Raja. I'm Angela. We, we out. out.